Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Oh, my God. Disaster struck last night for the population of the world. So many millions of people were affected by the fact that, they, yes, we actually had to call each other. We actually had to look at each other and talk. And couples may have actually went to bed early instead of being on Facebook, WhatsApp, Instagram, or whatever other part of the social media or social network it happened to be. Because Facebook, of course, went down for the longest period, I imagine, uh, since it actually came, came about in the first place. Now, there's been loads of theories as to why this happened and how it happened and what's the ramifications for it, but to talk to me more about it is Will Geddes, who's an international security and cybersecurity specialist and a good friend. Will, good afternoon to you. And a very good afternoon to you, Niall. Thanks for the invite, sir. Well, I'd say you're having a busy day today, Will. I'd say you're in big demand. I imagine GMB and uh, GB News and everybody else from ITN, BBC, anybody else been on to you today? It has been a busy day now, that's for sure. I think uh, it's, it was such an impact for everybody. I mean, the memes that are doing the rounds right now about the output on and, and the damning of the network of WhatsApp, Instagram and Facebook all at the same time, I think it sent a few people into despair. But uh, hopefully it's made them realise that there is life beyond social media. Well, we're going to be talking about that shortly too to our listeners. But firstly... What actually happened? And is this the longest time they've had an outage? Now, they've had a few short outages recently, but is this the longest outage they've had since the inception of kind of Facebook or what we know as today's social media? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was almost eight hours of outage yesterday. And bearing in mind, obviously, they control three very, very important platforms. Not just people looking at cat pictures or goodness whatever else on I'm, I'm losing uh, I'm losing you slightly there Will wherever you are have you got me there yeah that's better yeah, go ahead. So, yeah. sorry about that so yes in terms of obviously the uh, the fact that three major networks controlled by them social media platforms um, this was the longest output that they've had to date. I think one of the key issues here is that it's not just people unable to communicate with their friends there are a lot of businesses that rely on Facebook and WhatsApp to basically sell their services or communicate with their clients. Yes. Direct result. You know, it was quite a serious output. And I think a lot of people will be thinking today, should I rely so heavily on those platforms for my business, for example? Okay, so what actually happened? I'm looking at different information that's coming in here. People were saying they removed, now if you could explain this maybe in plain English, uh, the DNS addresses of WhatsApp, Facebook, Instagram. In other words, they intentionally took it down. So is that the case? Did they purposely remove these addresses? Well, no, they wouldn't have purposely removed them because when we think about DNS, which is basically the domain... Uh, network system, which is fundamentally like an address book. So when you go on to Google, for example, and I'll try to explain this in a really simple way, and you put it in Facebook, um, when that request is made via Google... Or go, just come back to the phone a little bit there, Will. Sorry, come back to the phone a bit there, sorry. Hi. Sorry, have I lost you again? Uh, no, no, you, uh, so, you sound like you're distant every now and again, but go on, go on, we can hear you. Sorry. So, yes, fundamentally, the DNS is like an address book. So when you put in Facebook.com into your browser, or you put it into Google, what happens is it then creates a series of numbers, which is called the IP address. And that IP address will then look up into an address book like the DNS, 
to actually find the right place that you need. So, so essentially, it's like giving somebody a postcode and saying, that's where I live. But if you don't have the postcode, it's going to be pretty impossible to find the house. So that, Absolutely. That's so, okay, so the reason they took this down, was this kind of uh, to fix something or to adjust or to update their software? Because I suppose a lot of people are putting two and two together and getting five today and saying, well, okay, on the same day, of course, we had the identity of the whistleblower um, obviously released as well, Francis Hogan, who appears before the Senate Commission today in America. So a lot of people are going, well, did they take it down to remove this kind of sensitive information that she's been on about? Well, I mean, I would say that it wasn't something that they did deliberately. I don't think they took it down intentionally. Uh, My biggest concern is I think there is some kind of malicious intent, but it's more than likely to have been internal than it was, say, a state actor or an external hacker or something like that. And the reason why is that a company that has tens of thousands of employees, like Facebook does, will have enough business interruption plans and contingencies that in the event it has a loss of power or it has some kind of coding issue, some other interruption measure which is going to take their network down, because they've had these historically, they will have learned from that and they will have also battle-tested and battle-planned for any kind of eventuality that could impact. Now, for this to have gone down for such a significant amount of time across all three platforms, that isn't intentional by any shape or form. And we look at obviously the loss of revenue that Facebook. Well, stay reckon Mark Zuckerberg is six billion down on the deal today. And not only that, it's not just financial damage, it's reputational damage as well, of course. Absolutely. So I think, you know, many of uh, many of the, the, the big heads in including Zuckerberg in Facebook will be thinking very seriously about how are we managing this situation and how are we losing so much reputation and money from a, a, a system which really should never happen. Of course, because they've got servers all over the world. They've got backup servers for the backup servers. Okay, but get, getting back to, I suppose, one of the questions that's been asked a lot this morning and people are concerned about, it, we don't know exactly what's going on. Uh, Zuckerberg and Facebook haven't been too detailed in response, apart from the fact that it's back now. You are all grand. Go ahead. I mean... Information, our data, for example, is all on Facebook. Our pictures, our stories, our lives are on Facebook, WhatsApp, etc., etc. Is there a possibility that there was a data leak during that time? I don't think there would have been. I mean, my, that, but that is only my speculation. I, that there is, depending on, again, who was the root cause of taking the network down will give us a greater picture. But we're never going to know that answer because Facebook certainly will not want to do a dirty washing in public if it was some disgruntled insider. In terms of the protection of our data, well, we have to always remember Facebook, WhatsApp, Instagram are all free services to us and we are the commodity and that's something that we must always remember. So whatever we put on Facebook or Instagram or WhatsApp for that matter is information that could potentially be disclosed to other parties, whether willingly or unwillingly. It, but it does, it does also raise concerns that one company is responsible for the three main platforms, which is, of course, WhatsApp, Instagram and Facebook, and, and the control that they have over, you know, people generally around the world. So it does raise questions then when we see all three going together and the impact that had on other social media, by the way, of course, Twitter was having their own little outages because it was so bloody busy. But, I mean, you can see the impact that social 
social media is having on people. Is it right that in any country, for example, here in Ireland, you can't have one company owning all the radio stations because that would be controlling the media. So the competition authority will step in and say, Lee, you've got to sell that one. Is there a suggestion maybe that, you know, something like the competition authority would step in and say, well, look, you've got to sell one of these here. Well, I think it would be difficult for the competition authorities to, to, to actually rule on a monopolization by Facebook, WhatsApp and Instagram, because it again, they are free. You know, there is no requirement to purchase those products. Um, but what Facebook has done so well is they've made sure that all of those platforms have been developed incredibly well. And that the service and the product that's being offered to its uh, consumers is of such high quality that people find the necessity to use it. It doesn't mean that there aren't alternative options out there, but they're just not as refined as theirs. And it's a self-perpetuating um, process where the more money they make, the more they invest in it, the better the user experience is. Are they, are they too powerful? Well, in your own opinion, are they too powerful? I think they are too powerful. I think they certainly are. But we always have the right to choose with our feet or with our fingers in this instance, you know, and choose to... Uh, download another alternative app or to use another social media platform. And I think there is going to be a number of those sort of budding, growing little social media platforms that are going to want to opportune by this situation recently and uh, and to see if they can garnish the, the support of people who've been immensely dis- displeased with what's happened. But I think it's amazing how this outage, okay, it was eight hours, it was not the end of the world, I think a lot of people will be miffed for a short period of time, but they'll then resort back to those platforms because yep. we stick with what we know. We, we actually had to talk to each other and text each other last night. Uh, okay, the other question, and finally, before you go, Will, this obviously Frances uh, Hogan is, or Hogan is uh, going before the Senate today in relation to, obviously, she's a whistleblower, and she said that Facebook were intentionally, now they've denied this, targeting people with analytics with negative news and misinformation. Um, do you think there's anything in that? I mean, were they? do you think they were actually doing this for profit because research shows that people are more engaged with negative news and misinformation? Absolutely. I think without question, I think Frances Hogan's uh, disclosures that she's already been drip feeding to the Wall Street Journal has illustrated that uh, there's been some pretty nefarious things uh, being played out by Facebook. I mean, whether it had been propagating uh, particular sort of negative traffic or sentiments or misinformation, because that draws people in to repost it or seek it out. And then it fundamentally, that's aligned with the algorithms, with the advertisements, which is obviously where they make their money. So, yeah, I, I totally get that. And I totally I can totally see why they're doing it. And her sort of desire to, to become a whistleblower was because she was leading the department, which was trying to control this kind of material. And uh, she was being pushed back on continually. Well, well, she was responsible for the civic responsibility of Facebook. In other words, correct. to make sure everything was, was, I suppose, civil in a sense and uh, make sure that misinformation was being removed. Yes, exactly. Well, it, so, but, in, you know, but instead of that, it was, it was purposely being used to target people to get people to come back, to come back to Facebook again. Now, they've denied, yeah, of course, I, they've denied that. They said that's not the case at all. Well, it'll be interesting to see what documentation she presents uh, today, obviously, at the hearing, because, uh, you know, she will have, she seems like an incredibly smart woman who was in a very senior position within Facebook, and I'm sure she will have sufficient evidence to corroborate her, uh, her allegations. Will it, will it do Facebook any damage if it turns out to be true? 
Probably not. Again, they're like Teflon. Time will tell. Probably not. <laughs> no, <laughs> not. No, they are like Teflon. Well, listen, thank you very much indeed, and I appreciate you coming on the air. Nice to talk to you again, Will. I mean, hopefully the next time we talk to you, we have a slightly better line. But anyway, we heard everything you had to say anyway. Very interesting. We'll get us thank international you, security specialist and cyber specialist. All right. Now, a lot of you, of course, last night were in panic mode. I had friends of mine texting me for the first time in years saying um, and apologising sorry I have to text you but WhatsApp is down and they couldn't group WhatsApp and if you didn't have an iPhone with iMessage of course it made it more difficult because you might have had to pay for those damn texts and then on top of that they couldn't go on Facebook and put pictures of their little kitties up and tell the world how wonderful their life is and of course those Instagrammers couldn't go on the influencers couldn't go on Instagram and sell us stuff that we don't really need and make us feel really bad about ourselves and how we look. Gosh, it must have been awful. Well, really, it wasn't. Now, I know a lot of people kind of resorted to Twitter last night. Twitter's tweet last night, which said, welcome everybody, and we mean everybody, kind of showed that obviously everybody moved to Twitter very quickly last night. So the reputation damage to Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp was quite clear last night. But the question is, do we really need all this social media? I mean, whatever happened, the good old days of calling somebody or texting them, or before that, sending them a letter. Mind you, that was a bit slow. But I want to know, generally speaking, you had six hours last night without your favourite social media, unless you were on Twitter, of course. You had six hours of it last night. Well, you weren't on Facebook nosing into other people's business, and you weren't on Instagram telling the world how wonderful your breakfast and dinner was, and you weren't on WhatsApp sharing silly videos with your friends in a group. So what was it like? <laughs> It sounds awful, doesn't it? That we're actually so addicted that we act... It was like we didn't have our drug for six hours. So what was it like? Obviously, many of you just probably went on to TikTok or something similar. But what was it like? I mean, do you think social media plays a positive role in society? Or do you believe it's a negative role in society? I'm going to put my hand up and say I believe it's a negative role in society. I, but I don't believe, apart from the business aspect of it, of promoting business and promoting this show, for example, or the radio station, I believe there's nothing positive about social media, generally speaking. Very little of it, anyway. Unfortunately, the negative stuff outweighs the positive. And indeed, in that hearing today, by the way, if that comes out, that that actually is the case and they're targeting people with negative information, that's quite despicable, really. Very nefarious. So, the question is, do you believe social media in general, all social media, not just Facebook's or the Facebook-owned social media, but all social media, do you believe, believe it plays a positive or a negative role in society? I'm going to take a little vote and I want you to WhatsApp or text right now. Everyone take out your phones and just, and they, it's ironic I'm telling you to WhatsApp, isn't it? Take out your phones and WhatsApp us or text us and it's 087-188-0008. Just text the word positive or negative, right? And let me know, we'll give you, we'll let you know how it went, how the poll went at the end, okay? So it's 087-188-0008, positive or negative? Fern, you're in Ireland's classic hits. Fern, positive or negative? Oh, sorry, Pat. Sorry, sorry, Fern, I missed you there. So what did you say? Um, I think it's down to perspective, really. Okay. So uh, do, do you use it? Do you use much I, of it? I do, but it's it's not exactly a vital part of my life. Okay. So, so of, what would you use it for? Do you nose in other people's business and stuff? and? Well, a part of it is for that mind-numbing distraction rather than being bored. Um, and another part of it is I do use it because I use um, support groups on Facebook in particular for a chronic pain condition I have. Okay. So when I'm having a like, particularly rotten day and no one else in my family or friends has the same condition as me, sometimes it's 
it's helpful to go on there and talk to people who have the same condition or whose children or siblings or partners have the same condition and just have a vent and they'll go, yeah, I feel you, I know exactly what you're going through. Okay, so you can share your experience, your symptoms, so to speak, and they'll say, yeah, that happened to me two weeks ago, this is what you might be able to do, it might help, etc., etc. Not even just for suggestions, just for that emotional support to know that you're not alone. Okay. Sometimes you do feel like you're the only one in the world. And Mm -hmm. it is lovely to be able to talk to people to just say, I'm fed up. Yeah. Or I'm feeling less than. And for them to go, yeah, I I get that. I've talked to people in the past who said, you know, that social media is a friend, right? In other words, Mm -hmm. when they're feeling down and lonely, they pick up their phone, they go on to social media, they might start chatting with a stranger, or they might start looking at other people's lives, which actually is probably not a good thing to do because on Facebook, everybody has a great life. And (laughs) you don't see all the bad stuff, right? And generally speaking, those people will tell you they feel worse after being on it because... You know, generally, as I mentioned already, you go on and see everyone else's life is wonderful and yours is feeling pretty down. And you're saying, gosh, I must be the worst person in the world here. But then that's just it. It depends on how you use it. You know, if you're going on there and comparing yourself to them, then of course not. Whereas if you're going on there, for example, if you are depressed and you're going on there onto a depressed support group and talking to people who feel the same way, they might Mm. be able to say, I felt the exact same way as you so many years ago, but now I'm feeling better. Hang in there. But is it, you know, but would, in the old days, what you would have had to do is kind of have a group, a list of phone numbers, and ring somebody, um, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what you would have had to do. And then, of course, the internet came along, and the World Wide Web. You would have had forums where you would have had these kind of forums where you might have set up a forum for your particular illness or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and had that. Social media just makes it all a little bit quicker, exactly, and, and more consumable, I suppose. Let's face it, there's not always a phone number you can ring at 3.30 in the morning. Do you no, know? No, Okay. And I, and I get why it's positive in that respect for you. Uh-huh. But in general for society, I mean, the world has changed because of social media. For example, the last 18 months of the pandemic, I mm. guarantee you the reaction that we had to this pandemic, I'm not suggesting for a minute people didn't die. Of course they did and people were very unwell and I get all that. But I think the reaction was promoted by social media because there was constant hashtags and constant action by governments and political, I suppose, will by governments and policies made in reaction to what was happening on social media. So I do believe social media has had a negative effect as well, as well as positive in some sense. Well, yeah, but as well as that, it's also, if you think of it this way, with lockdown and with the pandemic, people haven't been able to be able to communicate the same way. So with having the social media, anyone can reach anyone in any part of the world. I could, equally, now, I could equally say to you that lockdowns may not have lasted as long as if it wasn't for social media, because I think because we had the technology to communicate without actually going outside our 5K and visiting somebody, mm. um, we accepted it. But I think if we didn't have the social media and we didn't have that connectivity, we probably wouldn't have accepted it. Yes, but then you've got the other aspect as well. Look, you're going to have those who go too far in all respects. But now those people do have a forum to talk, which isn't good. But you also have the aspect where now you can, the the better people can show the highlights and the good stuff Mm. as well. Mm. You know, and the fact that you have that support for those who can log on can actually talk to each other even though they're completely isolated and find out what's happening to family across the world. Okay, so the negativities, of course, of, of social media is the misinformation. The negativity is the, the bad news and the grotesque mm-hmm. images that are put up and down again and people using it for all sorts of yes. odd reasons. Yes. So which do, does the negativity or the positivity outweigh the negativity? I think that that can be explained very broadly because that's, that's human 
you know, there's always going to be both sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. It just depends on which is utilised more. As well as that, I mean, as I was saying to producers there, the, the whole Trump era should have taught us by now how much, like, means not to sound like one of these tinfoil hat people or anything like that, but how much mainstream media can be propaganda-based. Yes, so of course, well, of course it, it can, yes. Exactly. So therefore, it would depend on where you are, which channel you watch otherwise. Whereas now, you can go online and you can read stories of genuine people who are living X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And would George Floyd have gotten as much... No, um, not at all. You know, exactly. We, we, and that's another thing. Say, for example, George Floyd. We mm-hmm. would have never heard about George Floyd. Mm-hmm. And uh, not only particularly that, in this part of the world. We would have never heard about him. He would have never been on the radar at all. And not only that, if you also, if you look, every now and then you would see a missing person thing up on Facebook, which we don't have that on milk, milk cartons or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But that does get shared and that does get results. Okay, we'll, 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 we'll stay there for a second. Let me go to Pete. Pete, I mean, Fern is highlighting some of the positive aspects of Facebook and social media. It does bring t- people together as a community. It does create action sometimes where action is needed. But she does accept there are negativities to it. But what do you think? I totally agree. I completely agree. It's, uh, there's, there's a lot of negativities. Also, you know, it is helpful in certain circumstances. Mm-hmm. But you seem to, it seems to put on a pedestal idiocy as well, which is a a real big negative. I mean, it's part of the dumbing down that everyone is is happening to society now. And you can see it all the time. So what we're not thinking for ourselves, we're thinking like everybody else. Well, okay. It's it's kind of like the self-prophesying, self, uh, what is it called? The self-realizing prophecy. Because what what you're getting is people... Um, I don't want to sound pretentious, but of a limited mentality, right? And what they, this is how this is why this is why all this this stuff, these flat earth conspiracies that we all know. Obviously, you've got to be a bloody idiot to even think anything like that. So everyone understands that. But you have these people, and they have followers. They do, yeah. Well, well, <laughs> this is what I'm trying to get at. It's the followers. It's 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 because what they say on Facebook. Everyone that agrees with them, they keep as followers. Anyone that disagrees with them, they block. So all they're doing is whatever idiocy they come out with and print up, they're having all their maybe, I don't know, 300, 500, 1,000 followers that are confirming and affirming their idiocy because they're the ones that they only keep. So they're getting all these people agreeing with any absolute claptrap they come out with and they're getting affirmation again and again and again and and it's proving to them in their head that they're right but all they're doing is having the followers that agree with them so See, well, I, I would argue as well that that's the world we live in you know obviously has people mm. with different degrees of intelligence different opinions um, but the way that you the way that you excel the way that you get better is by surrounding yourself with people that think differently to you. Absolutely. It might not, I mean, not, not. But, 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 but more recently, but you have, we're, you yeah, but we're, more recently all... we're being told on social media we can't do that anymore because I suppose the pandemic would be the obvious one to talk about. I mean, during the pandemic, for example, you know, people with certain views were told, well, you can't put that up on social media. Now, I'm not saying grotesque views or I'm not saying denying there's a pandemic or anything like that, but certain views and, and they would be removed. So and because we're dealing with private companies, 
So, I mean, realistically, you know, maybe social media has been given, hasn't really given us the opportunity to have decent debate about genuine topics around the world. Because sometimes a lot of it, as Fern points out, a lot of it can be propaganda. A lot of it can be bias. Well, it is. It is. Anyone with is half a brain to understand that anything, anything that is an open forum that suddenly puts limitations on what you can say is Within exactly reason. propaganda. Yes. I mean, exactly okay. Propaganda. I mean, don't get me wrong. You obviously have to ban things like hate speech and. Oh yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Obviously, but I mean, any, anyone in a conversation, you, you see, I'm sure you've seen it yourself. Two guys disagreeing in a pub about something, and they'll be swearing the bejesus of each other. <laughs> but it's not a hatred. It's just the way people talk. You know, and they're getting excited and they're getting, and, and the vocabulary starts to go a little bit into the gutter. But they don't suddenly go, oh, well, I'm not talking to you because you swore at me. You know? Yeah. Okay, so six hours, because I'm going to a break. Six hours last night, people went without social media. I didn't but, even notice. Well, for a lot of people yeah. online, it was like the world coming to an end. Exactly, and that's what I find hilarious. I didn't even know. All I knew was because I got on this morning because I had to, to join the the Irish Disc World Convention, to get onto it on the weekend. Mm. So then I saw people talking about all this going off and, what, oh, no, like the world is... Absolutely, is and I saw BBC this morning had a Vox pop out on the street talking to people. And, like, there was girl, there was one girl, and I, I was trying to meet my friend, and I couldn't contact her. And I go, could you, you, not, just ring, could you not just ring her? <laughs> I mean, what's happened to people? Well, this is exactly it. This is the, the problem with... With the internet, I mean, you have this this machine. They are saying Never mind anything like that. But you have this machine that has the intelligence and the knowledge of the whole world at your disposal. Now, anyone that would like twenty, thirty years ago that was told that this would be something that would we would all have, everyone would be jumping for joy that everyone's intellect an IQ was going to skyrocket because you had all the knowledge. How is it that it's making people more stupid? <laughs> I often wonder. I mean, do you, Fern, would you use the internet much, for example, just for getting information? You know, Jen, I mean, and do you trust the information you get? Well, whenever I do try to get information on the internet, I would always try to verify it. Okay. You know, as in research, um, you know, verifiable sources and things like that. I wouldn't just take something at blind trust. But as well as that, I do think for the next generation who do depend so much on these smartphones, I kind of think of it, is, it is the way that the world has navigated itself in such a way. It's like for a lot of people now who would be a bit older, it's like saying, OK, from now on, you can no longer have your wristwatch. It feels slightly naked without it, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's what they've gotten used to. Well, now, you know, nowadays, so, I'm just looking at my own watch. Nowadays, your wristwatch has social media on it anyways. Exactly. But so. you, you know what I'm saying? Like, not mine now. I mean, I'm old school. But, you know, it's... I, it is I get you, yeah. It's, raised, of course, the phone now has become like the washing machine. or yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. And, and the internet has become like the phone. In other words, these are all necessities of life now. Well, electricity. Yes. You know, it, it's, it's become a dependent. People are dependent. But as well as that, like um, Peter was saying, it has highlighted, unfortunately, a lot of these... Nutcases. Yeah, exactly. Or <laughs> or the bad examples, like all these influencers and all this kind of a stuff. That ah, they, yeah, I find them the worst, these Instagram people. And they're normally quite beautiful people. Um, and they go on Instagram... Generally speaking, I don't want to, you know, stereotype them. Thirty-year-old, twenty-five to thirty-year-old girls, or whatever it is, go on Instagram, and they're generally selling you something that you don't actually need, and you know, and telling you you're not beautiful like them. Yeah, like anti-wrinkle cream 
of a 50-year-old when it's a 21-year-old selling it. It's like, I mean, come on, we all look great enough when we were 21. But I mean, as well as that, a lot of them have plastic surgery. They're con- they're they're not don't have any when it comes to face. And sorry. Yeah, I've lost everything. Uh, it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, we're getting another glitch here. Yeah, um, that's that's the, we're trying to be silenced. The conspiracy theorists are listening right now. They'll tell you Facebook are trying to silence us just in case we say something bad exactly, about them. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, I have to take a break. You can keep texting, keep what's happening. The number's 087-188-008. Sorry, Peach, want to say something before you go there? Yeah, I was. these influences are, are, are a terrible thing. Absolutely terrible. Because what it's doing for people, um, when you know how you get the question when you were young, what do you want to be when you grow up? That's not being answered anymore. With with a job title, it's I want to be famous. That's it. Yeah, I want and to be an inst- I want to be an influencer. <laughs> yeah, this is what they want to aspire to. I find that repulsive. Okay, listen. On that note, I'm going to take a quick break. The number is oh eight seven one double eight travel zero eight. Let's just see what you're saying on WhatsApp. Ironically, ironically enough, I'm saying let's just see what you're saying on WhatsApp. Where is that? Why isn't that working for me? There, it shouldn't work now. Noel, how are you? It was absolutely hilarious watching the meltdown of people just losing their Facebook and Instagram. Unbelievable. Like, let's be honest. If we woke up tomorrow morning and social media was gone, like the world would be a far better place. You know, and sooner or better, it's all gone. But obviously, it's not. It'll be here forever. Good luck. Hey, by the way. Did you send me that message from the Jacks or something like that? I know, sorry, I can't come on the show right now, but I think it has a total negative effect on society. I'm not on any social media, bar WhatsApp for messaging and calls. People need to get a life and stay out of their phones and see what's going on around them. Angela Cork. Yeah, Angela Cork, you're probably right, yes. Get a life, stay out of social media and have a look at the world. Ring a friend, see how they are. We had a good afternoon to you in Ireland's Classic Kids. Hi, how are you? Oh, by the way, Brida, can I just throw in there? Um, Congratulations, I suppose, because, well, I suppose all the flights are all coming back soon. Uh, America, I believe, is reopening shortly as well. Yeah, so uh, hopefully all you cabin crew get yourself back to work and get all your work back in. Yeah, we're dying to welcome everybody on board. So book your tickets, guys. <laughs> yeah, you'll have, to do all the, you'll have to do all the, the routine. You've nearly forgotten it at this stage. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's great. Yeah, I, 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 I love I, that. I, I can exits. do it right now for you if you want. Yeah, but it's, but it's more visual. <laughs> I love the bit about the light and the whistle. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. I know. I, 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 do, I, do, I try sometimes. I'm thinking things and I say, oh, Breda, don't say that out loud. <laughs> Just blow. On, <laughs> is it not a bit embarrassing? To, you have to blow on the tube. <sighs> Blow on the tube ah, to inflate no, uh, your life jacket. No, you're just you're just of a dirty mind now. And, and then tying your strap things, and I, I, I get a great entertainment out of it. Does anyone actually? Do you think people are taking much notice of you when you're doing it? Some do, and some don't. You know, like if you have frequent flyers, they're, they're they're so used to it that they don't. But I always, even now, if I was travelling as a passenger, I will always put down my book or whatever, and I will watch the crew. Because I think it's a courtesy thing, if nothing else. Like, we're doing it for your benefit and for your safety if something happened, God forbid, on the day. Yeah, but and look, between me and you, Peter, okay? And nobody yeah, else is listening, just the two of us, okay? Okay. If the plane goes down, you're all going to die. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. That, that's, but if a plane goes down, well, I mean, if it goes in the middle of the sea or something, you're not going to survive. Look at, look at the Hudson. What? No, that's that's different. Yeah, I know. Ah, but right, generally, so in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, I always used to have this this nightmare about landing in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, right? Being okay. the only survivor, and I'm bobbing oh, around God. with my life jacket yeah. and my whistle. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't be bobbing for long, now. <laughs> in the middle of the Atlantic. 
Why don't they put little tracking devices on them? Anyway, Brida, sorry, getting back to today's topic. <laughs> Social media. Are you on Facebook, Instagram? Oh, I am, I am. But I, I really do try to restrict how much time I spend on it. Um, I definitely found during the pandemic, I, I looked a lot less at it than maybe I would if I came in from work or something. Um, because I kind of focused more on what I could do around the house now that I had all this time to do it. Okay. Um, I think it, it, it can be positive, but I think there's an awful lot of negativity about the whole thing as well. Um, like, young people are consumed by it. Like, they, you know, I brought my daughter out for dinner on Sunday night for her 21st birthday with her friend, and they had put a few pictures up on Insta or whatever, and they had to keep checking to see what comments were being made and stuff. Right, okay. So I, That's I the kind of affirmation, it. isn't it? Yeah. The other side, and I, I now I have to bite my tongue because I was like, going, I'm not going to kill the buzz here now, but like, I want to say, girls, can you not survive a couple of hours without seeing what somebody has to say about your picture? Now, there were beautiful pictures, but you know, I'm I mean, like, I see people too, you know, a, a nice couple. I went out at a restaurant and I'll see, you know, a couple, and the two of them are looking in their phones. Yeah, why bother going out? She's nice to just sit at home and put down a, a, a plate of spaghetti in front of you. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, we used to love years ago, before there was phones, we used to go out and Nathan off a lot, my sisters and I, and the brother-in-laws that was around. And we used to go into pubs, you know, that'd be your evening out, and then you might go to a dance or whatever after. But we used to love to go in and see a couple sitting, just staring at the wall across the way. Yeah. And we'd be out there going, oh, they're fighting, they're fighting. They're fighting. I wonder, <laughs> wonder what they're fighting about. <laughs> we were only talking about this in the office earlier on, and uh, myself and Tara and Ruth, and I think we've all come to the conclusion we're all people watchers. I'm a people watcher. I love, oh, yeah. I, if I see a couple in a restaurant, I'd be going, all right, he works in a bank. She stays at home with the kids. She's wearing yeah. the pants. And yeah. you're, you're kind of looking, yeah, looking at them and, you're, and then you start thinking about their names. His name is Reginald. <laughs> She's definitely a Dorothy. Oh, yeah. I, I love watching people and I love watching the reactions and I love style. I love watching... I love seeing, like I was driving through Minute the other evening and there was a couple heading over to Picadero's, one of the restaurants, and she was so smart and so stylish, but smart, casual, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was looking at her and she did, I love the Yves Saint Laurent handbag, and I was like, oh, hmm, well. There you go. Oh, yeah, I wonder where she was. Well, yeah, see, but, they, but here's the problem, too, with social media is because you're going to go on it and most people on their Facebook page or their Insta, as they, I don't usually use Instagram that much. By the way, if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can. Uh, nine underscore Boylan, I'm there. Uh, Ruth puts all my posts up on Instagram. But if you want to go on, all you're doing is seeing a snapshot of the best parts of people's lives. So, oh, yeah. so if you're not feeling too good about yourself, you're only going to feel worse because everybody looks happy. They're all at parties. They're all looking good. They're all dressed well. You're not going to see them first thing in the morning. You're not going to see them when they're having a bad day or they're changing their kids' nappy. So, you yeah. know, you don't see all the bad bits. No, absolutely. And I mean, like, I don't put, like, Facebook, I probably put up a few jokes. I put up pictures of the doll, all right, you know, because I'm so proud of her and she's beautiful. But, like, the odd time, maybe if I go out with my friends, we might put up a picture. But I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be putting up something every day. And there's very little up on Insta. I do have some stuff up. But, you know, I just think I don't need, I don't need social media platform to tell me how my day is going. I know how my day is going. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. How's your day and going, by the way, Brida? It's going very well. I'm after making five lovely brown bread loaves there, Nile, for the, the brothers and sisters. So I have them in the oven and they'll all be getting one now shortly. Okay, we'll stay there. We'll stay there for a second because, Jay, Brida has a bun in the oven and... <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you can keep Not it in the oven. <laughs> so, Jay, I mean, okay, Brina, she obviously is saying that a lot of it is positive, but it's consuming young people, and I wouldn't disagree with that. It absolutely is. But on the world around us in general, in society, Jay, do you think it has a positive or negative impact? Oh, no, no. No, I had a positive impact on society. Mm. It really hasn't. I mean, it's brought all the crazy though. You know that way? Yeah. Everybody written opinion now was on it. Yeah. You know, it, it really has. I mean, it started off, I think, with good intentions. I think the poor lad, when he was trying to make his few quid to put himself through college, I think he, you know, it started off well, but look at how it's ended up now. I know. Look at the vile stuff that's coming out of him. Oh, yeah, and, you and know, things I mean, that people you, say. You take a perfectly, sorry for cutting across, ma'am. Um, you take a perfectly... Ma'am, that's very good. Oh, that's very good. Hey, ma'am. I couldn't yeah. think of my name. Oh, yes, yes, ma'am. Yes, sir, yes, ma'am. Let's go on now, that, Jay. You put a perfectly normal person, right, and put them in front of that for a year and watch what happens to them. Yeah, they do kind of, they lose their mind, don't they? <laughs> yeah, because if you barrate somebody with enough information on a certain thing, they will it's tend to believe it. Yeah, of course. Oh, God, yeah. yeah, I'm, yeah we are greatly influenced. And, you know, I, I, I've watched some of that. Myself and uh, Ruth were talking about this a while ago. Some of the most intelligent, say, scientists or doctors or whatever, right? And, and they'll be on social media and they may have a slightly different opinion, say, to the mainstream, right? And you're going, mm. okay, okay. And you're listening to it. And then they suddenly go, and by the way, there's lizard people in the world. And I'm going, okay, now you've lost me. Now and you're saying you're, yeah. and you're saying to me, how do people who are so super intelligent have such crazy opinions sometimes? Because I think when you're too intelligent sometimes, it's a, your, your norm isn't normal. Does that make sense? I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. It's just, it's just bizarre that... I'm not going to start mentioning names, but I know of, I can think off the top of my head of two or three individuals who've been quite prominent in the news of recent times. And they're extremely intelligent people. But they're nuts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they do influence people. And that's the scary thing. And there's, there's no limits. There's no filters on this. Mm-hmm. You know, anything goes on this stuff. I mean, yeah. anything goes on this stuff. You know that, I man? It really make you think what these people in these offices that are meant to be monitoring this stuff. I'd like to know the psychological treatment they get after or if they're looked after because you couldn't be right watching some of the stuff that's on it. They do, I believe. I, I, I did. I did talk to a guy one night who was responsible for you know looking up you know reported uh, Facebook messages. He, he worked in Facebook, and I, I know they do have psychological assessments and they do have psychological help if they do need to go and get sort of counselling after seeing certain stuff. So they do have all that for their staff. I mean, every narcissist out there is on it now. Everybody wants a platform. Everybody wants to be like. And by the way, nobody wants pictures of eating kids. No, your kids. Yeah, there's no, an obsession with putting pictures of your kids up. For 20 years, time when all these kids who they are, saw these parents for invasion of privacy. Because some of the stuff that people are putting up with their kids, like, we don't want to know everything that your kid is doing. I have never put oh, a picture no, I, 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 Well, now, Breed, your, your child is not a child, okay? No, she's a young lady. But she, I wouldn't put pictures of her, like, when she made a communion and, think, you know, special. Yeah, the occasions. odd picture, maybe. Yeah, but I wouldn't know. I don't bombard, I don't bombard did, did the whole Pardon? You her, did, you, did you get her permission? Oh, well, she didn't mind. Of course, yeah. No, no, I no, said to did, did you specifically oh, get her I permission? Said, do, you, do you mind if I put this up on Facebook? That's yeah. the next point sale that's coming down the road for us. You know that way? But there was already one case in Sweden where uh, an 18-year-old girl, I think it was, sued her parents and sued Facebook because her parents... Now, nothing bananas or anything rude or uh, anything like that or naked pictures or anything like that, but they put pictures of her up as she was growing up on Facebook. 
And she sued her parents because she said they did it without her consent. And I believe she won the case. Yeah, yeah I, I don't believe it. Uh. No, I've always said to my lady, even now, like, you know, um, if there was something she, I, she, I say, can you send me a picture? Don't put it up on Facebook, Mum. And I'm like, OK, I won't put it up on Facebook. You know, I like I have to respect the fact that she might put it up herself. But like, I just I just want the pictures just to have the memories of nothing else to look down the road at. Um, but I would never I would never not ask her, is it OK to put it up? You okay, know. just just fine. Before we went to the break, both of you did either one of you miss it for six hours last night? Oh no, I don't miss it anyway. Now <laughs> I'd rather read my book in the evening or watch a good program. Are you watching yeah. Ken just out before? I, I, I am watching Ken. Yes, I, I watched two of them last night. I had to do a bit of a catch up last night, oh, so I watched two. It is actually it, the second one was a bit boring and laborious, but it actually it's it's kind of perked up a little bit again. Yeah, now. yeah, I'm trying to see what happens next. Week. Okay. Well, I know, but you're, you have too many kids, Jay. You're too busy making children. You're too busy making, yeah. You're <laughs> too busy reading them. They're all made now. I'm not making them anymore. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. Thanks, Peter. Keep texting. Keep WhatsApping. The number's 087 188 So the message coming in. Somebody says, 30 days Facebook jail for yet uh, yet you can find videos of Scrooge kicking some poor unfortunate on the ground. Double standards. Yeah, he sent up a picture that he was banned from Facebook for calling somebody an attention seeker. It's a bit much, all right. I'll be honest with you. People do get into the Barneys with each other. That's okay, isn't it? I mean, Ruth got banned from Facebook. She got banned for... How long did you get banned for? Three days. All because... Or 30 days. Because she put up a post for the show asking, should uh, cannabis be legalised? Should cannabis... And we put a picture up of cannabis. And she got she got us banned on that, my Facebook page for 30 days. Oh, it was just you. Yeah, you got banned from my Facebook page. Uh, well, let me go to Rory. Rory heard Ireland's Classic Hits. How you doing, Rory? How you doing, Niall? What's the crack? Good, Rory. You know, one company in charge of all the social media, really, and a lot, a lot of control for a private company. Is it a good thing, a positive thing for, for society? Yeah, it is a good thing. Totally a good thing. Okay. Why do you think? Well, because, like, it's all under the one umbrella. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, okay. And so at least there's one company looking after everything, so to speak. That, well, most of it, anyway. And, yeah. I mean, what are, the, what are the positive aspects or attributes for you for social media? Which ones are you on? Uh, WhatsApp, WhatsApp, Instagram and Facebook. And I'm 21 and I have to say, Noel, I absolutely love Instagram. Right, okay. I'm addicted to it. I'm hooked. <laughs> and what do you put up on Instagram? Like, what did you put up today? Well, I didn't put anything up today, but pictures of myself I would put up. I promote myself through the app. Do you know right. what I mean? And wait, what are, you, what are you promoting about yourself? Just how you look or your clothes or what are your food? What, what are you promoting? How I look and the clothes I buy. Like if I was in town and I was in Brown Thomas, I'd have that up. Or I was in Arnis or I bought a nice watch or a new car. I'd have all that up to tell the world. Do you know what I mean? Right. And how do people react to it? People, well, people, there's a lot of reaction. They're always do you get bad, Do you or, get bad reactions as well as good ones? Like, well, who, are you, who do you think you are? And all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or things, and then it gets personal. And then they say like, oh, well, you must be rich. Or where do you work? Or have you got lots of money? Do you know what I mean? Are you rich? Do you have lots of money, Rory? <laughs> no, I don't. I wish. <laughs> and, but, it's, okay, so there's no, I mean, some people do make a lot of money, by the way, on Instagram. Uh, yeah. You, are you making any money out of it? Uh, no, no, no. I'm not. Would you, I'm not would you like to do that? that? Would you like to do that? I would. I would like to do that, yeah. Okay, okay. And did you miss it last night for six hours? Uh, yeah, I was having withdrawal symptoms, Niall. Ah, stop, Rory. I was. I was having withdrawal symptoms. And what, were you just waiting for the moment it was going to come back again? When did it come back? About 11 o'clock at night or something? Were you just waiting uh, yeah. for the moment? 
11 o'clock and then I was gassed because there was a power outage in Ballyferm where I live and uh, there was no Wi-Fi then at that stage so I still couldn't access it. <laughs> it's a double whammy. <laughs> a double whammy, exactly. And you couldn't even WhatsApp people to tell them how you felt. Because no. Was, so, you, so you had to actually go and text somebody. Yeah, exactly. I had to text someone or, or do an email or something, you know what I mean? All right, okay, stay there for a second. Let me go to James. James, you're an Ireland's classic hit. Stay there, Rory. James. Niall. How are you doing, James? Is it a good thing or a bad thing? I've got a minute oh, and a half. Go for it. It's a negative thing. And very, very quickly, if I can, I had some influence in the car yesterday, I think about an hour after it went down, and he was like having a panic attack in the car, like right. somebody had died. Right, you know okay, I mean? yeah, so, okay. He's withdrawal symptoms, like Rory. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> I, I think it's the most stupid thing going on. I was delighted it was down. And I actually found last night that because it was down, I actually had to speak to my wife. And I realised she's actually quite a nice person. <laughs> <laughs> and I know she's listening, so I say after this conversation, she won't she, be my wife She won't anymore. be with your wife anymore. She's divorcing me. But, I'd um, say there's going to be a baby boom in nine months' probably, time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but no, I just I think personally, I think it was a good thing. I think that it gave everybody. Uh, I think a digital detox is actually good for people. To be yeah, honest with you. I, I couldn't I couldn't uh, disagree with that. I, think, I, mean, I think people um, do need it. I just put my phone, well, I was on, I don't use Facebook as much. I don't use Instagram at all because I think it's just full of, and I hate to say people like Rory, but. Um, <laughs> Poor Rory. Rory. Niall, can I tell you? Yeah. Yeah, but you're, you, you learn from other people. You learn ideas and you learn, oh, well, she's doing this or he has that in his car or, or something. Do you know what I mean? You learn. It, it is also educational to it. Do you understand? Yeah. But I mean, like, what when you take a picture of yourself, are you standing there in your new clothes going, Look at me. I'm like, gorgeous. I mean, what, what, do you, what do you say under the pictures, Rory? I don't say anything. I just put it up. <laughs> and then just hope for the reaction. Right, okay. And what's the, the worst reaction you've ever got? You're a gobshite. What's the best? Yeah, something like that. Or why would you put that up or something to that and The best is you're gorgeous. Yeah, probably, yeah. All right, okay. Yeah, so, I, it, see, I mean, it is all about affirmation, James, I suppose. There is a lot of affirmation face in social media. And it keeps people company, too, to some degree. I probably know. I, I posted once on Instagram. I, I think I have an Instagram account about five or six years. I put one picture up of it of me sitting in traffic to say the school rush has started. And now I get requests on it from people saying, oh, would you like to see my pictures? Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.